Passion our purpose, profit our pain. I don't want my name to ever be in vain. A life full of substance is the only thing that will remain the same. Millennial Thoughts. November's affirmation is, I am confident, I am focused, I believe in my skills and abilities. Yes, we have two more months until 2022, so definitely don't sleep on yourself and don't sleep on nobody else. Happy November. Welcome back to another episode of Millennial Thoughts. We are talking about work politics, okay? So, you know, join the conversation. Make sure you subscribe because working the 40-hour work week and (laughs) having to deal with work in general, then politics and everything like that. We've seen the changes with COVID um, and how people handle stuff during the pandemic. And now that we're returning back to office, we just wanted to like have that conversation about work politics and like how it affects day-to-day life and just in general you know the struggles with work politics yes yeah pretty much oh I'm Alicia (laughs) and I'm Amber (laughs) welcome to Millennial Thoughts the podcast season five okay and we, um, you know, we're just going to have this conversation. This is on, if y'all watching us, y'all watching us on YouTube. But we also are on any other podcasting platforms if you're listening there as well, okay? Um, so how do you want to start? Let's, let's figure out how we want to start the work politics because it's always kind of tricky. And like, how- I guess like, how did it start? Or like, why do we think that there are work politics? Because it never makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, and people are like, I'm, I don't want to put the politics in it, but politics is really in everything. True. Yeah, and I don't even think politics at work has to do with like um, government politics. Oh yeah, yeah, but like the culture mm-hmm. yeah that's what I was meaning mm-hmm. like be passed down even if they don't like feel like it is yeah yeah that's that's what I was talking about like because public and private like even public and private institutions there, there's a different culture so there's a different politic about it but not like the president of the United States type yeah. politics or whatever that's not what I'm saying but I think work politics come into play when it's just like day-to-day stuff it's just like when you feel like micro, um, like when you feel like you're micromanaged, that could be politics. It's like, what are you doing at this time? What are you doing at this time? What are you doing at that time? And it's just like, yo, chill, I'm working. Like, or even when it's like, you know, you can't just go straight to the top to like ask them a question or talk to them or whatever. And then when you have to like manage and go around somebody's feelings versus like mm-hmm. actual work um, things. And when stuff that has nothing to do with work starts interfering with how you do your work, I feel like that's also a type of politics because it just means that they're more willing to like coddle people and go around those that have like been there for a while or those that are like known to complain just because they don't want to deal with it versus holding people accountable and holding the same expectation. Oh yeah, um, work politics too. Even like even coming with like it's like hiring within. Ours also like uh, being in the end and like knowing the right people and stuff like that, and how people can get like promoted. They know the right person, or people get kicked off because they really. Um, I think with hiring politics definitely plays a role sometimes. Like when like you're saying if it's from um, getting somebody within and it's like we're just going to go through the process because we want to show that we tried but like did you really try if you knew that you were going to hire the person that was already there doesn't seem like you tried that much then <laughs> right <laughs> they're already there but you just got to put it out because of what politics exactly and I think that like just trying to show up at work is hard obviously for like people who are not white 
and I think that when you think about politics, like how did it start is because white people had like their expectations and here we are mm-hmm. just trying to make it in the world not being white. Like there's like when there's a standard or something like that. Yeah, that's true. Because like who makes these standards? Who said that the work somebody said that the work week was made by somebody but it's right guy. But who said that you gotta be at work at eight o'clock in the morning, seven in the morning? Like that is just really, really no, I mean nine is cool like i feel like if i had to pick i would rather be at work at 10 but i'm still leaving yeah. at five like i'm not yeah, i'm leaving at three <laughs> yeah that's ideal 10 to 3 would be the most ideal but since that's not really possible uh 10 to 5 like we're not gonna do this 10 to 6 situation my uh, dream um my dream like work week is tuesday to thursday 10 to 2 if you don't get me in them 12 hours you ain't got it is it a thursday yeah Um, i think i could work i think mm, yeah i guess i would do tuesday thursday or maybe monday to wednesday but then like having like those two days kind of can be a lot that you're kind of missing i think i could do monday through thursday i don't have a problem with that if it's also like 10 to 2 10 to 3 but I definitely need three-day weekends. I can't do this five-day mm-hmm. In person, especially, cannot do it. Yeah, that's why I like the middle of the week so I can work on my stuff, go home, do this. Monday, I need to just be, like, I need that that third day. Okay, let me, the third day, let me just relax and get ready for the week. <laughs> that's what, I need that, okay? I, I need that. And then, then Friday, let me have fun, do whatever I do. I, my favorite day of the week is actually Saturdays. What's your favorite day of the week? So, I like Sundays, but I feel like I've fallen off my routine. Like I started liking Sundays more, honestly, when the pandemic started and then I started doing sipping Sundays. But I think that it's hard to say because all of the days honestly have just been blurring together. And I feel like that I want to say Saturday because it's like there's nothing technically to do on Sunday. And then like Friday was like the start of the weekend, even though you have work. But I still feel like in the past couple of weeks, like my Saturdays have just been busy or my weekends have been busy. So everything seems to be blurring yes. together. Yes, because my sis be gone out of so town. Literally, I don't even understand. Like I had to just think, I was like, where have I been in like the past couple weekends? But everything's just been blurring together. My favorite days are the day I'm not at work. That's the days that are my favorite. <laughs> okay, period. Vacation. Oh, Tuesday's my favorite day. <laughs> exactly if I'm not at work that's a good day that is a good day but do you also um within that and speaking about work politics like it's like um a day that you're not at work but it's like you can love your job but it's still like you just don't want to be there yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like I was like oh you hate your job like I don't think everybody hates their job but people want to make it seem like you have to like do your job like all the time or you have to like be such in love with your job or like your life my life comes first my family my peace and then we'll get to work yeah I said that though I just did a podcast episode about 26 things before I would like would have known would have wanted to learn before 26 and it was like that your like your career is not really who you are like but you kind of don't learn that until you get older now because growing up, it's all like, okay, what do you want me when you get older? What do you want? Okay, go to college. Okay, get a, go to college, get a job, do this. Like, okay, if I'm a nurse, I'm a nurse, I'm saving people, I'm a doctor. Like, so it's like really people only know their career and that's really who they are, which first yeah. it should be like a part of who you are. Like, yes, I'm an educator. Yes, I work in higher ed, but that's not who I am totally at all. And so I think that's another thing too, like just like retraining your brain and like knowing like, when you kids are younger I'm like that's why I was like I don't really want my kids to have to work I want them to learn who they are and like learn what they want to do and be able to actually like see what they're passionate about see what they um like what their purpose like wants to be and stuff like that because you don't really have that time to do that when you get older yeah and I feel like that again it's like, we're not going to stop talking about the pandemic for a very long time, but I feel like the pandemic also made it realize that like you can't just put your job first because they're not going to put you first. Mm-mm. And even still we're in a pandemic and they don't care. Like that's the mm-hmm. bottom line. 
Yeah, that's true. Because they was dropping new jobs, was dropping life flies, but you still got to pay your rent. And it's like, well, where's the economy going? That money is fake to me. So I don't. Yeah, that's what one of my friends we talk. I think I mentioned this at the budgeting one that we're, I will not we, I'm like, money is fake. They're literally printing it. So, how are we accounting for like hours worked and like what you deserve to be compensated when they are printing money? And even checks like are just printed. It's just telling somebody like how much money you're supposed to get. So, it's like, why can't we just print more or give people? Oh. And you gave us you print more money. Yeah, I don't understand that process because money is printed and it's fake. And like money don't come off trees. Yes, it does. Does paper. Literally is paper. So yeah, so I just understand that. But yeah, like going back to like the work politics or even like, oh, you need to be on time or you need to um like oh breaks and like lunch. It's like it's just like so strict and stuff like that, where that's why people like working from home because you get more freedom. Let me tell you, when I get in, when I, um, on my lunch break, I'm taking a nap, but you can't really do that at your job when you're on a lunch break. You got to yeah. wait for the break room to uh, not have nobody in there. And that's what I miss about like working from home. And I feel like that in a way is kind of like politics and culture too, of like, if you were working from home, which almost everybody was, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, you can't do that anymore. It's like, why not? We already mm-hmm. were doing it. It was going fine. We made it. So why can't we continue doing it? I would love Like why we said the option too. It's like, okay, like whoever wants to work at work. Okay. Cause I know people have kids, you don't want to work from home. Okay. Well you go ahead and work at work. If I don't have no kids. I want to be at home. I mean, even the people who have kids, some want to be at home because that's what I think about more too of like people who work for, I mean, people who have kids um, and then people who are just like taking care of family and stuff. It's like, how the heck are you doing that? in between all this foolishness like you commuting to work most people have like between 30 minutes to an hour commute so you have to wake up like two hours before you got to be at work and then you're getting ready for work you're going to work you come back from work there's traffic because everybody's going to work so it's like yeah um well I don't know some people say they don't want to be at home because then they can't get no work done with their kids I get more stuff done at um home than I would be at work because at work I'm just there mad that I'm there like in the morning time I can get stuff done but once it hits like one o'clock I'm like what the heck is going on here but today the day flew by quickly before and other days I'll be like what am I here for and especially when nobody's coming in there okay that's when I'm mad me and my friend was talking about that we was like why can't you just like go to work and when you're done with what you need to get done then just leave let's go exactly and and if it's not a 10 to 2 like I would do I don't know about an 8 but I would do even a 9 to 2 like okay let me just get my afternoon back like let me go up early because I don't mind waking up early if it was from home I would do like an 8 to 1 now if I gotta go into the office I'm gonna need to push it back to 9 9 9 (laughs) o'clock but it's like okay like let's just work till we finish what we're doing what we have on that day let's not have booking calendars and all this and that stuff and let us get done what we need to get done with and then we can boom have the rest of our day back yeah, I don't know why work is so like strenuous in that way of saying like, okay, yeah, we might have done something during the pandemic, but now we're not doing it anymore. You're like, but we're supposed to go, like supposed to be moving forward, going with the flow. Yeah, and then if there's like a real reason of why we can't, like, let us know because you just saying like, no, it's just not an option unless you have an approval or something. That's not sitting well with me okay some people don't be up in the office though you know i'm like oh let me get that i need to not be up there. <laughs> let me work from home permanently some people really did like they have changed to work from home from permanently too but yeah i think that all goes with work politics and if you work like especially if you work in higher ed private institution public institution but this tech world they've been at home since 2002 <laughs> no that's what my sister her job like she's had remote jobs for um a while so like before the pandemic she's been working from home which it just didn't seem like attainable especially when you work in higher education I mean some jobs like very few have been going to think about it or have been fully remote but you know for some stuff it's like they can't be fully remote like in theory they could they just don't want to because they're equating like being 
in person, talking to people face to face as like what people absolutely need. Oh. And like it can work without being in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do definitely believe it depends on your industry and stuff like that. Like now, I know a lot of like um, therapists, therapists. Basically, I was like, I was trying to think of the words like psychologists, well, not like their therapists. They do a lot of telehealth, and that is becoming popular. But that was even like that was kind of before the pandemic, within pandemic, because even like I know like uh some people do like virtual because it's like if your doctor is somewhere and you're somewhere else like that does happen but it didn't happen as much but now they're more open to it so now it's like more telehealth um is really getting big for that because also if i'm like sick sick or like you're in pain or like something that you can't move like think about the stress of you having to get up go to the doctor all that stuff and that's why some people just like weren't going Mm -hmm. because they just genuinely did not feel like it definitely definitely so I feel like that ties into it as well and then um it comes politics too it's like with your team um like working on a team or not working on a team uh with your like boss your supervisor or something like that like that all can play into it as well and then it's like with supervisors I feel like what's difficult is especially when they're not um they haven't been at that place for like a really long time it's like you just can't understand how they don't understand the foolishness and like when you bring foolishness to their attention and they're kind of like oh yeah but blah 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 blah, or they're choosing to like ignore it that's when I'm also like okay you're just like feeding into this and Mm -hmm. I don't feel like you need to change everything at work like it's not going to be possible because it's an institution and an organization that has like its problems that have been there forever so you can't change everything but again when you're at like leadership like let's figure out some type of way to make this a better place for people hmm well yeah I like agree with that too but there was this one um person who was like I want to do this I want to like do this and do this and do that and I'm like low-key like I mean work is good but I'm not about to try to be dismantling nothing when I know at the top it ain't gonna be working out I'm not about to be stressed like this job is this job and when I die I die and it's just gonna it, it ain't gonna be my obituary that I worked at whatever I did unless like you become famous and like you're like a public figure to do whatever like I'm not working that hard to try to do that I'm not trying to say that I don't want the world to be better but like within all the politics and stuff like that like I'm not working to do this because any and everything you can get an argument from it with what either side whichever side you are on that's like a good point you know obituary people don't put what they did for work unless you worked at like the same place for like 30, 40 plus years, they'll put it in there. But that is very true that they don't um, do that, which just shows you work isn't everything. They talk about usually like your family. They talk about, they be like, they um they was born here, they lived here. They be like, they have a host of grandchildren, a host of grandnieces and nephews. It's like, um, yeah, unless like you Martin Luther King or something like that, like you a public figure, like they're not really going to talk about your work or that's day and day that you put your side. But I'm not about to be at all these institutions like, oh, I'm working to dismantle this. I'm working on this to do this, that to make this bigger. It's like you got to work and you got to get what you need to get done and then keep it moving because you try to do that. It's not I mean, not that credit is everything, but it ain't like they're going to make a scholarship name after you. I mean, I know some people do have scholarship yeah. names after them, but it's like you do all this work and put all this stuff into um, this job. And that's why people become entrepreneurs because like you put all this work and you put all this time in, but you don't get the credit. You don't get nothing. You don't get no extra money. Like you don't get none of that. So it's just like, might as well work on my own stuff and not have to deal with this. And I know what I did and I know how I'm going to get it. Yeah. And then work, work is just, it's just, again, been a very interesting time in Mm -hmm. the past year and a half and I mean I changed jobs but even still doing that like I've been here now for um a year and like almost three months yeah which is just still crazy because it's like obviously politics is everywhere but you just would have hopes like going somewhere new and then being in a pandemic that it would be like understanding and it absolutely is not so then you're just like what is happening here like the job would be understanding or like the atmosphere 
I guess like people being understanding of what people are going through and like being more aware of like we could have tons of things affecting people and then specifically in education just knowing that people are like burnt out like they have been working from March 2020 to now non-stop and we're still supposed to show up and like be even with the transition because he was not prepared to be at home as long so even with the transition it's like okay now we gotta do another transition like we're transitioning we're finally getting comfortable we're working from home we're trying to figure out that balance and it's like okay boom and rub okay now they have this out they have this out now we're gonna go back to the office yeah okay people it's not it's not a human care it is a dollar care but it's like the dollar is fake you just keep going back you're like it's fake but i just remember for real like in school they also like money printing money but and now i'm like well, this money is fake what y'all print this in dc i feel like what's really just been stressing me out is that the world is a mess and like people care it's a mess but like regular people can't do anything to change it and the people who can change it aren't because like you're saying it just goes back to dollars and Mm -hmm. who has the most money Mm -hmm. and that's that yeah that's that on that and so I just think it's really crazy but I'm like yay hooray like let's try to change the world let's try to do that but at the end of the day you really can't change the world because what was it built on? Yeah, white people and, and mess. Well, they didn't build it, but. That's true, they stole <laughs> it, but. <laughs> and so it's like going back to it, whatever it is. And so it's like, we're always climbing up, climbing up. And I'm like, at this point, I don't be caring to climb up. I, when I was like, it's gonna, I'm gonna be the president of a university. But it was like, I'm like, bye, bump that. It's how much you got to get a doctor. You got to do this. You got to do this. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a good point too. Like, so many people recently have just been asking, like, "Oh, look, what's your career goal? What do you want to do?" And I'm like, genuinely, I don't know because I want to be a dean of students or vice president of student affairs. And one of the main reasons why I do not want to do that is because of politics. Because I am not about to sit here lying in people's faces. I'm not about to have somebody's parents and kids calling me over and over again, and we've told them no. But because they go to the president, we're gonna tell them yes. Like, no. Or because their um, daddy put uh, $20,000 into the alumni fund. I don't care. I mean, that's, that is like literally one of the main reasons why I don't want to do it. Even though our people are like, oh no, like you'd be great. I know I would be great, but I don't want to deal with that nonsense. And I've talked to like people who are like my friends, mentors in those positions. And that's like one of the main things that they're saying they have to deal with. And especially being a black and- the, well not parents but just more so of like the politics of making decisions like you don't actually agree with which that yes you do in work all the time but I feel like at that level you're making like decisions that can be like Offense, ep- like yeah, like really serious things that like if I don't agree with like that's not going to sit well with me so that mm-hmm. is like the main reason why I don't want to and then like thinking about it and saying it out loud is because of politics and then people are like oh look if you get in those seats like you can make change but again at a whole institution like that is just mm-hmm. that's just like I know like even even in media like I really try to come as myself because not that it's not this isn't necessarily politics but they be like oh like you gotta like when you're on the record like you gotta dress like this you gotta wear makeup you gotta do this you gotta like let people be themselves like at the end of the day if whatever is happening is happening is going like I shouldn't have to wear five inch heels to work wear a business uh professional to be like okay you want this you want that okay like I you shouldn't have to do all that to create this whatever whatever persona you want to create sorry my back it's just okay it's like um you shouldn't have to do something differently but like people do especially to address a certain way or look a certain way Mm -hmm. or like speak or like emailing a certain way Mm -hmm. oh it's so funny about emailing because when um I was in grad school I don't know what I was doing I forgot but I'm over here like oh I was just like 
like good afternoon whatever like asking about this and here's this man you need to like basically he's like you need to address me as doctor do an indent do a who is doing all that doctor Penn, i don't even know that you're a doctor because i don't even know who you are what i'm asking for an internship and i, I need to uh put a quotation i need a to put some my soul and my heart my, my everything i'm into this is an email it's, it's really not that serious and i feel and i'm not even trying to be shady but i feel like when people get doctorate degrees or that they be like oh i'm a doctor okay all you do is pay that bill and do that dissertation i don't even agree with doctors no more like what why am i you wasting three of years of my life to write a book that i'm not gonna get paid for that i'm using all this money for that's not going to barely get me a job anywhere depending on what is in why am i gonna do that to go present in front of who a committee that i don't even know yeah and i feel like with politics too it's like stuff that nobody tells you until you did something wrong then that's when somebody wants to tell you like what the is or like what you're supposed to be doing or sometimes they just don't even until it's like way not past like correction but they tell you and make like a way bigger deal of it after when it's just like mm -hmm. if you told people what expectations were beforehand we would have been better that's another politics quit acting like y'all like people need to be so strict to not the new people but like the lower people and i mean like entry-level people or like men when the top people they don't even be doing everything to the t either and that's across the board with all and that's what i have a hard time with because um, what industries try to like lead by like accepting all people because I know that like work politics and like professionalism tries to put people in boxes but it does get difficult when people I don't even like I haven't even figured out like a way to say it but when people are like not using like common email etiquette or they're not like presenting themselves well but it's like at the same time if that's how they show up and if that's what they think is correct it's like who am i to tell you to be different because then we're just we are putting them in the box or making them change like who they are mm -hmm. but at the same time like i feel like there are limits within work but it's like that's my personal opinion and the reason why i would express like what some limits are based off of my experiences which for somebody showing up in a way that might not be accepted it's because like that's what their experiences are and again, that's what they think is like, okay, because that's who they are, which is what makes it all tricky. Yeah, because I was going to say, but, and I, um, this isn't work, this isn't really, well, this is kind of work politics too, though, because uh, when I was saying, when I had a grad assistantship, like, I was really, like, the only Black person, I mean, but no, not even trying to be shady, you know, like, them Black people who do go by the rules, like, go by the book, like, go by this, like, w when I went to grad school, I could see that, and I was like, I do not want to be miserable like these Black girls, they be like, oh, heck no, I'm not trying to be miserable like this, but, like, I'm a person, like, I like color in my hair, like, I wear purple blues like that that's what I wore when I was in high school but it's like okay like you know growing up they're like oh that's not professional what's well, like it's my hair it's my color so like I would come into work with purple hair with red hair and stuff like that people like saying that you know people like can I touch your hair like no you cannot touch my hair what uh, that's before it got all big or whatever and so I was just seeing that but it's like people really think you're unprofessional because your hair is purple like that's just the color of my hair that's what I wanted to do it as and so then it's funny because my I was about to wear like a scarf to work or whatever but I was like no nah, it looked foolish but I was like no nah, I'm not gonna wear the scarf you know whatever but I got to work and my coworker was wearing a scarf and I was like dang girl I was like I was thinking about wearing a scarf too she said girl these people black <laughs> she's like these people black but I'm like they black but yeah I don't even care like I do wear my like scarves to work and just um this week I figured out a new way to tie it um <laughs> because sometimes I just don't feel like untwisting my hair and it's like and, oh. and, and that and that's what it was it was twisting too sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but I wanted to get the twist because I was like I was like I don't really wear my twist my friend wears her twist too but I'd be like my twist don't look that good but this other girl's like what I wear she wore her twist like for a whole week and stuff but I'm like I don't do that because I just be like I be feeling some not some type of way but I'm just like I don't want nobody saying nothing you know they like your your hair is different and stuff like that but she's like no girl just wear like it's natural like whatever I'm like okay cool I might wear my twist out or like wear my twist up and stuff and like that's that why, 
like sometimes I'll well that's most of the reason why I'll do it because that takes more time in the morning for me to get up and have to do my hair um mm-hmm. one but two like I don't care um if I'm showing up like with a scarf or I mean that's really the only thing that would be like different definitely hair color I do I've done gray blue um purple pink do you do you wear your hair in interviews yeah I only most recently I have like when I interviewed in grad school um when I went through TPE for like higher education I got a weave only because you know you feel good about yourself when your hair looks good and you know natural Mm -hmm. hair you never be trying to play you okay that's that's the main reason why we're wearing protective stuff you be like this yeah. twist out gonna be cute girl the twist ain't out ain't dry you ain't put enough nothing in it ain't moisturizer right be. and then because this was like day long um days of events and yeah uh-huh. i can't risk for this to be messed up so i got a weave and then um on some other interviews i think i've had a weave and then again more recently is when i've worn my hair out at interviews but most of them have been zoom I can't remember if I've ever gone to an interview. Oh, I have gone to an interview before, like with my hair out, like in person. This is pre-pandemic. And I mean, I think that like, I don't have a problem with it. And again, the main reason why I would wear protective style and figure out something else is because I want to feel good about the interview. But Mm -hmm. I also think becoming more comfortable with my hair, it's like, okay, it might not look how I want it to look, but like, it still is my hair. So like, what are we going to do about it? Like, it's not about what my hair looks like when I'm working. It's what my work is. Mm-hmm. yeah they'll see that I personally don't like to do my hair so it's really not even about that like if my hair was cute and I grew on just like my friend charge with her hair I'm like yeah your hair is cute I don't want to twist every night do that wash like I don't want to do that so I do protective style like that's what I'm gonna do yeah who yeah. wants who has the time to do all that okay I barely can make it home cook dinner and get ready for the next day you talk about twisting oh I'll be up till 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that is that. But I was like, some people do wear their natural hair, some people don't. But I'm like, I'm a protective style type of girl. So um, there's that. Like, See, I'm like, I like protective styles in theory because you can get up and go. I don't like it because sitting there and then taking it out. That's why I don't like it. But at least I only got to do it once and not every week. <laughs> so that it, it I do need me. to make a hair appointment actually though because yeah, that's all I mean too I do need to take this out but I'm just like at this point I'm like no um but I just wonder like how I guess how black women show up too because it's like some people are comfortable with their hair some people are not you know people get relaxed like it's so much going on and like but now I feel like more people are coming into like I'm saying coming in more black women I guess are coming into that so they're like no I'm gonna wear my natural I'm gonna wear my twister I'm gonna wear my curly my kinky my this my this or that so it's just like seeing the change too but they also complain to work politics in a what in a sense because you know before they used to be like oh like their hair is crazy or not like it's unkept and stuff and you can even see that like going on now like um in elementary school and middle school like when little kids are wearing their locks they're like oh no it has to be this has to be that like I want my son to wear my to have locks in his head and you would be I'd be darned if you try to say my little kids um there's unkept your daddy's and your mama's is dry (laughs) like what don't talk about my kid but first of all I don't even want my kid going to public school so that's a whole nother conversation yeah I don't know I went to did you go to public school I forgot I did go to public school see I don't know because I feel like I mean this is a stereotype and people can call it what it is uh but I feel like people who went to Catholic school or private school like most of them there was something off like or something that's what some people say it's like they're just so like right here but I don't want my kid to go to private school or Catholic school. I really want to homeschool my kid. <laughs> That's really what I want to do. No, it just, it's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I want to homeschool my kid. Um, because I really don't feel like the school teaches anything. And then also, um, I want to travel. And um my travel days may not line up with their breaks. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm just homeschool my kid. I mean, sure, I got a master's in education. I don't, I think I could do something. I was looking at my girls. I was like, okay, your girl was smart, baby. I graduated. I think I had like a 3.6 or 3.7 in my master's degree. We ain't gonna talk about undergrad because it don't matter. I made it to grad school. <laughs> but I'm like, I was looking at my, when I was um, 
in undergrad and like in high school I was like baby I was spelling math but shoot the stuff still ain't been adding up since so it don't even matter <laughs> I just need to pay my bills and I need my money but yeah I was like uh-uh. but yeah I think um I think I want to homeschool my kids and I didn't grow up like in private school nothing like that but I also had a different experience than other kids and I feel like um I mean some can call me sheltered or whatever because I'm not saying I did like crazy crazy things but I also feel like being able to see the world at a younger age um it helped me and it taught me different people because like when I went to college I really met people who like never been out their state before never been out the country even to this day people who are 40 years old have not been out the country and I'm not laughing at that I'm laughing at my thing in my head because I wrote I wrote on Facebook one day I was like people get a passport they want to go straight to Jamaica it's like y'all there's so many other countries than Jamaica there's so many like I know y'all see so like I have groove back or whatever but it's like I want to have that open horizon and I want um my kids to know the truth so they need to know black culture and black history they don't need to know about uh the whatever they be teaching in history class because I can't clearly I can't remember our geography anything from history oh they just talking about hit like slaves in world war ii and world war that's not doing nothing for my children all I can remember, like, uh, I guess a cool moment, and I always think about this teacher. He honestly might have died by now. I don't mean to kill him oh. off, but like, he might have <laughs> away. Um, it was my fifth grade teacher. We, I had that um, VHS, the My Friend Martin VHS. Everybody mm-hmm. that, and I brought it to class. I guess I probably was one of the only Black people in this class, but there had to have been more Black people in my class then. I don't remember. But I brought the um, video in, and we watched that. And that's like one of the best things I can remember from history class it, and through all of my years of school, because aside from that, I can't remember much. And I'm so mad because actually in high school, it was an African-American history course, but I didn't take it because I had to take the stupid U.S. history because whatever Kentucky law is going. But he was actually a white man and he taught that both. So I just now think about like how he taught that he was a white man. But, you know, I never had a black history teacher in grade school no I didn't either black teacher that I can remember I had this one teacher in third grade I don't know what he was but he I don't think was white like he seemed like he was Spanish or something mm-hmm. and the first black teacher I had was in fifth grade or sixth grade Mrs. Carter she was cool and then I had another one that was a sub but like he kind of became our permanent teacher but I don't remember if we made it through and through high school I don't think I had any black teachers I had my first black professor in uh, college that I really can think of in college. But actually, my cousin he was like a PE teacher. But like my first professor was black. Not like my first professor, but like my first black teacher was a professor. It was yeah. American studies. I don't really remember. I personally didn't. I do know a black teacher, but I didn't have a black teacher. I'm really thinking of a black male teacher. <laughs> was the first person that like was not of color I don't I mean not white I think and then fifth grade sixth grade Mm -hmm. sub person I'm really thinking hard like two who were my teachers I guess we didn't but it's odd because like we had black people and people of color like everybody literally that I went to high school and middle school and stuff with like it would be Hispanic Filipino Mm -hmm and like literally everything and for us to not have that many teachers that were diverse is actually kind of crazy yeah Mm -hmm. and so that's what I'm saying like there's nobody to relate to my kids like mm -mm, I just teach them my way and I don't really think that I'm going to make my kids go to college so I mean really what do they need the education for I don't know either first of all let's I mean we've i I can't remember. I, we we died from work politics. No, it's <laughs> not. The thing that I was gonna say is um with oh lord, lost my train of thought now. Something about kids. I don't remember. Kids in college. Um oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, first of all, the kids situation just seems like a lot. But then like college and all these other decisions and stuff, like uh-huh. Okay, because you don't want to, you don't, you said you don't care if you have kids, or you don't want kids, right? The 
we're just going with the wind in these days. Um, so now I don't need to be going with the wind. Now I need to know if I want them or not want them because I got to plan my life a little bit. I can't be having them pop up because pop ups be who child. Yeah, I don't mean go with the wind like that. Like we're not like hoping like a, a child pops up, not like that. But it's like I'm indifferent about it because. I like living my life and I just don't know if I'm willing to sacrifice my life for somebody else's life. And that's what I'm saying. That even comes uh, to a relationship. Let's not forget that part. Did you hear me? That even goes when I'm talking about relationship. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I want to sacrifice my happiness to be worried about somebody else. That's a lot. Like, I don't even know if I want to do all that. And then it's like, when you say that people are like, oh, like that's crazy. You don't want kids. And you're just like, I don't know. And that shouldn't be a crime. Leave me alone. (laughs) <laughs> that's funny because me and my coworker was talking about um like women being like oh I want to get married I want to have kids and she's like I don't think that that's nothing wrong with it and I'm like yeah that's that's true nothing's wrong with it um like it's not a problem or whatever like if you want to get married and have kids I'm like I do want to get married and have kids like I I don't say it but I'm like I say it. she's like yeah but you shouldn't have a problem saying I'm like I just don't go around saying it you know like but I don't have a problem like, at the end of the day I would love someone to take care of me and let me have the kids and I'll be married and have kids but like I'm like some people don't do it but it's also like if people say it, it's not like that's all they want or whatever it's so like that so it's like just like oh no like I still want to live my life like I saw this but like I want to be married and have kids and if you don't want to be married you don't want to have kids that's yeah. fine too it's just like what you want I'm more open to marriage now but the kid part I don't know like I feel like if I'm with somebody that I feel comfortable having kids with and we want to have kids together like I, it's like more so of a conversation but I feel like to just go saying you want to have kids and I'm not saying that there's no person or there's no like plan or anything behind it kind of like set yourself up for disappointment because people who have the like I want this I want that but you don't have the things to make that happen it's kind but of I need a man before I get the kids yeah, okay. the math isn't mathing like how are you supposed to have kids I mean granted you can adopt you can do like in mm-hmm. you can do all that but some people don't want to do that because they want their own kids which that's completely fine like that's your choice but it's like I'm always glad that I never had those like expectations of my life because I'm not upset with how my life is. Like, you know, people get to- mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's crazy. I was talking about that too. Cause it's like, yeah, when you're young, you're like, oh, 30, 30, 30. But it's like, honestly, I want to live my life child-free all my 20s. Like, I don't want to have to worry about that. Like, I want to be able to have fun. I want to like if I get married in my 30s and I have a kid in my 30s, that's fine. I'll be good because I want to enjoy my 20s. Like, I don't have to be like, I need to be married before 30. Okay, I do need a good paying job by 27. Okay, but like I don't need to give I don't need to get married by 30. I don't need to have a kid before 30. Because it's like, woo child, let me get some more free time in. Like, let me let me less responsibility. 20s were like really good. And that's why I'm like excited for 30s because 20s was like I graduated from undergrad, got a master's degree, lived in Miami, moved back to New York, then moved to Baltimore. Like there was so much stuff happening in 20s, like traveled so many places, like I'm trying to do I'm trying to get on that level maybe it's maybe it's coming it has to be coming you know what I'm saying (laughs) oh yeah because I was gonna ask you like what if you're with a dude who wants kids then you have kids like I feel like I have to feel comfortable with having kids with you and I mean I know that like some people like if you're like oh I don't know if I want to have kids like they're like oh like you're not for me I feel like it can be for me uh conversation and seeing how you feel because you can't just say initially like oh I just met you like I want to have kids not saying you want to have kids with a person but Mm -hmm. to have a child with a whole other human being like you have to really be committed that regardless of how this situation goes this person is always going to be here that's true and oh that's the thing too I think like sometimes when they be like when you do like oh I want to have because I want to get married it's like I want this in general I'll be like we got to speak real general here like I'm not saying I want to have kids with you I'm not saying I want to get married with and you. That's like another, it's like crazy because I feel like when you talk to people and this is just because of like growth, like I remember the boyfriend I had in like college, he did want to get married and have kids, but I'm like, and not even specifically saying he wanted that with me. He just wanted that in life. But I like was like, nah, I don't want that. I was like, maybe marriage, but like kids, I was like, absolutely not. Like I don't. So that like caused issues because he would be like, well, you don't want this but I do. And like, I don't know what this is going to look like, but at that time, it's not like we were trying to have kids or get married anytime soon. So it's like, I think you can grow into it if it's the right person or you're like both mm-hmm. willing to like just continue having conversations and learning, but I'm 
eventually if it's like eventually somebody's like nah it's not gonna that's what i want then like yeah you gotta go i low-key feel him though because i'm like if your deal breaker is your deal breaker that's your deal breaker it's like i feel him and i can but i can also see the girl from you like you're like okay i'm open to it now he's like no in your 20s but like i feel i feel like I feel like relationships would be so much better if you just say it like, okay, you don't want no kids, boom. If that's what you're looking for, on to the next one. I'm not going to sit here and play a lot of gag around you because you don't want no kids. I'm on to the next person. But like, that's a, of course, that's a big thing. I get that too. But again, we were like, I was like, I don't know when we started talking about it, but it was like 22, 23. The man's like 25. I'm like, sir, when the heck did you, well, he did think he was going to have kids by 30 and that didn't happen. So, <laughs> yeah. so clearly he could have married you. <laughs> But like, well, I don't really want to be married or anything. And I'm like, sir, just let's figure it out over there, please. Okay. But yeah, I just feel like that. I'm like, why are y'all being with people who uh don't line up? Like you have deal breakers. I just feel like it'll be less painful and it'll be more like to do like they don't tell the truth, or they just tell people what they think they want to hear for the moment, and then you're like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Well, I need the truth, but it's <laughs> I need the truth in life and politics and everything. Okay. <laughs> I need the truth all the way around. But yeah, I'm just like, um, that's that's just crazy to me. Like, I feel like it's like, okay, y'all don't agree on this. It's time to let them go. I mean, they say compromise and all the other words that they be saying, but who y'all? But there's like specific things you can compromise, like you said, like. Like you can't really compromise on a kid. Either one person wants it or they don't want it. You can compromise on a kitchen. <laughs> A kitchen, a kid, mm, two different things. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Well, we got away from what we were talking about, but somehow it. Well, now we really did. Back to the work politics. But no, <laughs> that's funny. Oh yeah, back to but back to the work politics. Sorry, we took y'all on a roller coaster there. That's what happens. Um, I just think that. We should be able to be, what'd you say? That they need to go. That's the bottom line. We should just be able to be our individual selves because that's really when you get that diversity and that inclusion. Be who you are, show up who you are, show up as who you are, and then just like treat people kindly. I'm going to start using kind instead of nice. Yeah, because nice and kind are two different things. The pastor said, find a man that's kind. He was like husband said he was like spouse searching. I was weak, but yeah, I used to say, well, I'd be like, I think I'm nice. I think I'm nice, or they'd be like nice, but they'd be saying nice depends on like the, the action or who you're doing it for, something like that. Versus kind, you're just a kind person. Now I don't know if I'm just a kind person out here, like he he yeah, <laughs> but I'm nice. So kind and nice are very different, and then it's like who you're. I'm not saying everybody doesn't deserve for you to be kind, but some people take like kindness for weakness, weakness and yeah. that's what we don't do. Mm-mm. Yeah. So yeah, that um, is another thing that we could talk about. Nice versus kind, okay? Because people be trying to play out here. Like you could be kind, you could be sweet, but don't try to play me. Yeah. Do you have any culminating? Any what? Is it culminating? Like, response? What is it like when you put it all together? Is uh, it not culminating? That might be the word. Yeah. Um, I just think work politics needs to go and people <laughs> just need to be able, like, but it is hard to say that because, again, going back to like, let people show up how they want to show up. But at the same time, like, some of these things that people are. I like, think. Oh, yeah. What were you, what were you saying? That people are like, getting themselves work up about at work like are not that serious mm-hmm. i think like how you're saying like a professional standard like of course be to work on time of course don't leave early like small standard things of course like do your job and make sure you're doing it to your best ability mm-hmm. and that's all like not wear what you want i would say not wear what you want be comfortable but at the end of the day respect comfortable is to kind of two different things to two different people to everybody you know it's hard to have work politics because everybody interprets things differently everybody feels differently about like what should be happening in a workplace or just in any place like it doesn't even have to be work like people just have different views of what should be going on in the world that is true so I guess work politics are here to stay 
Yeah, and you just got to do the best you can do because it's a mess. Yes, do the best you can do, I guess. That's true. Um, Yeah, I guess that is true. But I was just say, yeah, it's really hard out here and it's just so much going on. And we just thought that this was a great conversation um, for the adulting season because we know y'all deal with work politics. Pandemic and everybody again is acting crazy. Yeah, so y'all should definitely let us know how um y'all are handling it. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Millennial Dogs Pod, and comment on the episode. Instagram post. And let us know how y'all are doing. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all enjoy this episode. If you are on YouTube, make sure you comment below. Tell us your favorite part. If you're listening to this on a podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube and you can comment on our Instagram. Hopefully you all enjoy this conversation. Stay tuned for the next one. And we're not telling you what it is because you got to come back. <laughs> all right. Have- the adulting queen was made to help you navigate adulting because adulting is very, very, very ghetto. There's so many things that you don't know, you don't understand, and you are just winging it day by day. And that is why I created this platform. Um, my name is Amber and I'm the creator of The Adulting Queen. You can find me on Instagram at The Adulting Queen. Website is theadultingqueen.com. Facebook, The Adult and Queen, LinkedIn, The Adult and Queen, basically every platform, The Adult and Queen. Make sure you follow, share with your friends because we are all just out here winging it and need support to make it through this adulting journey, which again is very ghetto. Like I cannot stress that part enough. Um, What I have done is host events, consultations, just post motivational things. And really I hope by living my life out loud and authentically that that's inspiring others to do the same and to do it in a healthy, balanced manner. Um, Again, because everybody does not have it figured out at all. And don't let anybody let you believe that they do. So again, follow me at The Adulting Queen and thanks for listening. Hey, millennials, do you want to be financially free? Do you want a second stream of income or extra money to pay off your debt? Well, Millennial Thoughts has created a six-week side hustle program just for you. We will be building your side hustle in six weeks with three easy steps. Are you ready to start making money now and be a part of the side hustler community? Email me at millennialthoughtspod at gmail or DM me on Instagram saying I want to sign up for the Side Hustler program. As content creators, it takes a lot of work to edit, publish, come up with ideas, and, you know, just be on for our supporters and our audience. I have decided to create a Patreon for this podcast. I would love if you all would support it. It's only $5 a month. You can get episodes early. You can go live with me. And you can get exclusive behind the scenes of when I do podcasts. All you have to do is download Patreon and go to patreon.com backslash millennial thoughts. There are different tiers, but the lowest one is $5 and that is only 16 cents a day. So if you would go and support the Patreon for this podcast, I definitely would appreciate it. And you will also get a shout out on the podcast episode. Thank you all so much.